What's up, guys? Welcome back to Keeping It Real, the place to be for all the latest movie reviews, trailer reactions, and podcasts. I'm your host, James, joined by Jack today to discuss bros. Just two bros talking about bros. I was a single bro who went to go see bros. That was... I, I had no bros was, to go see bros with. I was a bro with his dad. <laughs> bros. Uh, before we get started, I just want to remind you all, we are on Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. Give us a follow, and from there, you can find links to all of our streaming platforms and social media. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We're probably on there. Uh, whichever app you use to listen to your podcast, make sure to follow us, like us, or give us a five-star rating. really helps us out. We're also on YouTube, and we love to have you all as subscribers, so you never miss another video. Right, bros. Uh, bros is about uh, Bobby, an erotic podcast host who's happy to go on Tinder dates and content not to have a serious relationship. That all changes when he meets Aaron, an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides as their undeniable attraction turns into something resembling a commitment. Uh, directed by Nicholas Stoller, who you'll know he did uh, Neighbours and Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, produced mm. by Judd Apatow, who, you know, knocked up. This is 40 all those, 40-year-old virgin, uh, starring Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane. Movie released 28th of October 2022 and currently sits at an 88% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Jack, what did you think of Bros? Um, I went into it quite negatively because I saw you're a homophobe. On Twitter, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought that's, that's I was, where that was going. I, no, I was, thinking, I was thinking like I was thinking then I was like, oh, do I make a joke? And I was like, no, you just gotta say no, no. Gotta be safe. <laughs> gotta be serious. No, right? <laughs> um, because. Billy Eichner, I saw he went on Twitter and was like basically accusing, like not accusing, basically having a go at the audience for like not going to watch this movie. Yeah. Like that's why it hasn't done as great as they wanted it to do. Um, so that put me off because I that irked me ever, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, as an actor, I don't feel like you should be like, fuck you for not going to see my movie. You all like, should have gone to see my yeah, movie. I think that's dumb. But that aside, the first 10 minutes of this movie. None, I don't think a single joke landed for me. And I was like, oh God, this is going to be rough. But as it went on, I actually, yeah, I actually quite liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, but I am an absolute melt for a rom, for a, for a romantic comedy. I love him. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a rom-com. You know that. I, uh, yeah. I, get, I get all blubbery. Um, yeah, I, th I think like, I, without like spoilers, I think for me, like, I enjoyed the rom more than I enjoyed the com. Like, I okay. didn't laugh as much as I would want to laugh from something like this. And I think that is in, like, partly to do with I don't find Billy Agner very funny, apart <laughs> from Billy on the street. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, that's supposed to be, like, an overtly annoying and invasive character. Um, but yeah. I, I actually find his Billy on the street more tolerable than himself and the real life Billy Eichner. Um, yeah, like suck of a rom-com, big fan of Jill Apatow comedies. Um, those Neighbours movies are funny. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's great. Um, so I, yeah, I went into this with some expectations, but 
I mean, whilst it is definitely a step in the right direction for representation uh, in these sort of movies, it just it didn't it didn't get me. And you were saying it the rom got you more than the com. Neither one really hooked me. Like this movie should have been a lot funnier. There's a lot of it funny people in this definitely. movie. Um, there's a scene with Bo and Yang from SNL. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, that but was, a lot that of was the funny other... just because it was so biz- he's he's so bizarre. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he, like, he really knows how to ham it up. And yeah, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have surprised me if it came out that that was all just him just vibing, just making yeah. shit up. But again, like there's there's no real jokes I can just I can pluck out and be like, yeah, I love that bit, I love that bit. I think it got maybe two or three laughs out of me in in what it, I think it's just under two hours. Yeah, I I wouldn't even say that like many of the I'd say the funniest people in this movie are the ones in his like um, I guess on like in like who work at the museum who are trying to like put the plan that little together. Group, yeah. Like Jim, Jim Rash, like he absolutely always good. He kills me in everything he does. Yeah, there's the woman. I can't. I don't know her name. She is. She's just the the lesbian. Um, oh yeah. She's like I big, recognize her. She yeah. She always plays like um. I, I think she was in Glee for a bit as like a gym teacher. She always plays gym I, teachers. <laughs> I, that's what I looked at her. I was like, I've seen you as a gym teacher. Somewhere. She's gym teachers all the time. That's yeah. like all I can remember her as. Um, she, I thought she was really funny. Hers is actually the one joke that I do remember is when everyone's like, all those like lesbians are pinning him down. And then at the end of it, she goes, lesbians, disperse. <laughs> <laughs> like that bit, I was absolutely, yeah, I was absolutely was howling. I, um, yeah, it's when it's... like a film, sorry, a film like this, like, you know, I know we haven't seen Billy Eichner really as like a leading person, but then in these types of films is where you need to, really show you like your chops yeah and for me he didn't. I got nothing like, new he, from him yeah and like like you know in like um king of staten island yeah another joe apatow thing Pete davidson that was his shot to be like a you know to to own it and i thought in that film he, he crushed really it, yeah. it yeah um it's it's touting all like the all the conventions and cliches of a classic rom-com but they don't work unless I feel the two leads really have something special. And I never yeah. got that. And I guess this whole film is about these two guys are so different from each other. They're both from very different walks of life. Um, but, you know, love doesn't, love doesn't see that. Um, but I just never felt like they had a lot of chemistry. And I feel that yeah. was really on the part of Billy Eichner. Um, I th- yeah, I just I think he's such an easily unlikable actor because yeah. of because of how he puts himself across, and that is part of that's part of the movie, that's part of the character. And I was like, right, you are you're addressing this that this guy's very full on, and he's very in your face, um, and a lot of people don't vibe with him. But I was like, you need if you're expecting us to watch a movie and really root for this guy, you need to show us something, a way into him. And it was, yeah. it never did that for me all the way through. I just, oh, I, it's, it's like, <laughs> I've just got a problem with Billy Eichner, apparently. It's like in, 
like romantic, like for comedy aside, in like romantic movies, you always want the the goal is no matter how it ends, you want to root for them to be together. Yeah. And in this, I didn't much care. I yeah. I I, like I like it never. There were bits where I was like, oh yeah, this is like nice, and like it's 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 nice because they're both so different and like two different people coming together mm-hmm. and making like a whole. That's like a nice sentiment. But nothing throughout the movie made me really like if need they them together, to be I would, together. Yeah, yeah, I would have just been like, okay, like I think I would have been satisfied regardless. Um, like we both watched um, Ticket to Paradise recently with George Clooney and Julia Roberts, and halfway through that movie there's a scene where George Clooney's talking about Julia Roberts and I was sat there like oh, mm, I, 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 <laughs> I need them to get back together yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like oh god I can't wait for them to fall in love again at the end and like you know it's coming but yeah. I, I'm like oh god I can't wait to get there and like, this it was just mm. like, like one like an instance of leaving a film fucking devastated was when I watched La La Land yeah and you have every the time whole, the whole thing at the end, like the big epilogue of like what their life could have been, and I like, I was like, yes, this because it's two yes, stars, yes, yes, two stars, a time over and time over have proven they've got insane chemistry, yeah. and then and then you craft this story around them where these people need each other, but for the but for the other part of their life where they need to grow and progress, yeah, that can't be, they they both can't happen, um. That, yeah, that heartbreaking ending. I could talk about La La Land forever. Um, but yeah. I, I, yeah, there was there was never really a want or a need from me for these guys to be together. I was I was happy to watch them go on dates and see sort of it, it you know, it it blossoming uh, and the walls coming down. But there yeah. was never that inherent desire no, for them to that's, that's like stay so, together. That's like so important for these movies, regardless of if they do get together or not. Because like you could argue that like I remember initially like walking out of again La La Land, one of the best films ever made. I love it. Um, like obviously loved it, but I was like I'm livid that they didn't get together. But that is what made it a better movie. Like it wouldn't mm-hmm. have been as good if they did end up together. Mm-hmm. And that's like you need one way or the other to give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I did. I did like. What was it? Did you say his name was Luke McFarlane? Yeah. I did like him generally. He was a um, lot more likable than Billy Eichner. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was the half of the couple that I, I, also I didn't think hate watching. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I again, think. it is the point of the movie. That's why I'm so conflicted because I'm like, what, what's the goal? I, I need yeah. to like this guy by the end of the movie. I, I didn't know and who I didn't. he was. I, I Googled him yesterday. And you know, they keep reference, they keep making loads of like those hallmark holiday movie jokes and like, Is he I looked from at his, them he, he does he does low oh yeah I looked at his like filmography <laughs> yesterday and he's just in loads of just shit holiday movies that I've never heard of I can really see that um, <laughs> so I, I do I thought he was quite good so I do hope this maybe pushes him into a more of a mainstream maybe thing. yeah I could see him in like some more stuff like this um but, what, yeah. I, what I wanted to say as well as I was saying earlier about how it's, it's definitely a step in the right direction um, for rom coms again getting the, getting the represent, representation out there. Um, but I don't think this movie does a good job at 
normalizing a same-sex relationship because every dialogue always comes back to and we're gay and every every scene is sort of built around the joke of we're gay they're not gay we do it differently and i was like i understand what you're saying because you know there's there's the whole thing love is love it, it's the same as a um guy girl relationship and billy Ag's like no no it's different we have our we have our own thing going on and that's what you need to understand but i never really felt like the conversations these people were having were real because it, yeah. it, it, it felt like they're trying to really get a message across. And so I never bought into these characters as real people, to be honest. And it's, it's those scenes as well. So, yeah, Billy Ackner is this, is this podcaster and he's putting together this uh, LGBTQ plus history museum. So he's got, he's got this, this group that are helping organise it. And every conversation they had felt like something I'd see on Twitter, like it wasn't how real people talk to each other. Yeah. You get what all, I mean? Yeah. Well, basically every, I think every person pretty much represented a different, essentially a different letter of the LGBTQ plus. Yeah. You know, cause we've got like a, there's like a black trans man. There's a, a let like a lesbian, like he's obviously gay that I think Jim Rash is bi. But that's Every never time. that's never played for character. That's always just played for the laugh. And because I didn't think this movie was funny enough, they didn't that didn't work. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think like they each, um, I guess, what would you call it? I guess each like like I guess sexuality type was played to make a joke. And yeah, like, yeah, like it was, and then it was. I get like I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's re- like a real. Because obviously that is a that is a circle of people, that is a very specific circle of people mm-hmm. that I guess you more interact with. Um, like when you like you know it's, it's like a community that you. I'm trying to think of the words. <laughs> you know, like. It's high, so I can't think of what I literally, I'm so lost with what I was trying to say. I just felt like, because yeah. we, we have about four of those scenes where they're around that table. Yeah. And every time it was, it, the punchline was, I'm, I'm a lesbian, I'm bisexual, I'm trans. There was nothing else really going on. And I was like, this, yeah. this isn't working. Yeah. There was as, no, a, like, as a comedic beat. It didn't beat. feel genuine. There was no genuine conversation. No, it was all just. It was all just. I'm bi. I'm a lesbian. It was, it was just... every time, and I, I thought there was. They put the scene in the trailer, and I thought that that was quite funny. But then when they do it three more times throughout the movie, I was yeah. like, it's just a bit exhausting. And like notoriously, Judd Apatow comedies, even though he didn't direct this, but Judd Apatow comedies do go on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> they overstay their welcome yeah. and yeah, i don't think do. this he never knows he this never is knows an outlier just pull a plug on them yeah like what the, what the fuck this is 40 felt like it was two and a half hours long that's bloody funny though a, a very <laughs> funny movie um let's talk about billy eichner and his and his rant on twitter 
Um, well, I, I don't think he's a hundred percent wrong. I, I think you know, definitely in America, homophobia probably oh, did oh, play yeah, into no, this. Definitely, um, definitely not definitely. doing well. You know, yeah, people will see that. I mean, we work in a cinema. I, I've literally heard a customer complain about the poster. Be like, that's disgusting. I'm like, well, no, you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I, I, you know, that's a very real thing that definitely played into it. But then I don't feel like Billy Eichner should come out and just blame straight people for not going to see his movie. Um, That was very, uh, what's the word, entitled of him, I think. He's not built up any cred as a leading man. Or a no. romantic lead. A lot people know him for running around the street, shoving a micro- microphone in people's faces and screaming at them. And that works for half of the audience. Because I know a lot of people that think that's the worst thing in the fucking world and they'd lose their mind if someone did that to them. So he's, he's not got this in with an audience already. He's not got an established fan base. So for him to come out with his first movie as a lead, and expect, you know, a blockbuster. Yeah, it, yeah that, it, that is sit right with me. And then after I came out of it as well, and I didn't enjoy it that much, I was like, no, I get, I get why it didn't do that well. Yeah, I think... I think Even though I, I'm definitely in the minority, like I said before, it's got an 88% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. This is... It, it's doing well. Yeah, I think... I think we're on. I don't think we're far apart in what our ratings are going to be because, I, but I think I definitely enjoyed it more than you did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think that for me, there needs to be more. I think the comedy, I think, is so. I I don't know if maybe because I don't know if like those scenes around that table. I don't know if those are going to be funnier to the people that they're obviously for. Like yeah, that's like that's, there's also like, that yeah. So. Obviously, they keep like there's the black trans man, uh, black trans woman who makes the the trans jokes, and then there's the uh, Jim Rash keeps making lots of bisexual jokes, and I don't know if trans people or bisexual people find them a lot funnier than I did because obviously it's for them. Yeah, I um, think there is because they, they obviously have experience with what they're talking about, whereas we mm. us we are two straight white men hosting a podcast talking yeah. about a film and about again like the LGBTQ uh, community. I go into it with that caveat of being like. This probably isn't going to be aimed right at me. Um, but then Billy Agnum's coming out saying, you know, this isn't just a rom-com for gay people. This is for everyone. When yeah, I think like- there's a there's a there's so much of this movie that it it does go very far and it's is and it's messaging and it, it it's really hitting the. Um, my mind just went black. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beating you over the head a lot yeah. of the times um, because of his character and how he feels about certain things. But I feel like for for some of the audience, that might be quite alienating because yeah. they're going to be sat there and these are. jokes are just, they might just be going over their head because, they're, they're, again, they're, um, aimed at a very specific... Yeah, which is where, where I part think of the audience. Which is where I think that, you know, if that, if the comedy is very much for one audience, the romance almost needs to be, 
you know, it needs to also like boost it up for you, which I guess is what it kind of did for me because I love all that shit. I think <laughs> I think I just think it was one, the funniest if, film in the world. If it wasn't I Billy Eichner and it was someone more just likable and watchable, yeah. so I don't, I don't I, think that's him. And I I, I think he'll, he'll struggle to get another lead after this. Maybe. I don't know. I think um, my mind keeps going fucking blank. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the premise of it I'm like is a really good premise in terms of like there aren't I, there's probably a few but I can't think of any there aren't many films like this like you know like a a romantic comedy about gay relationships but, I mean this is being touted as that like the first like the big first? studio rom-com like, I mean rom-coms don't even do that well anymore you know no. what I mean so again you're touting it's this big it's the first gay studio rom-com but rom-coms don't do that well regardless anymore people people are saving up their you know save their time to go to the cinema for the big superhero movies and the and the franchises so rom-coms don't do massively anyway and then you obviously counter in the um aspect of a lot of people because of their preferences aren't going to want to see this which is a shame yeah like i, I would definitely wouldn't say despite the fact that i think it was like quite like a average movie i would still say yeah go watch it i wouldn't i i i, I couldn't recommend it because I, I i just sat there very you know straight faced a lot of the time just I, I yeah again maybe two or three laughs I enjoyed Link McFarlane way more than I enjoyed Billy Eichner. It just turns out Billy Eichner was the lead. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It I is guess, unfortunate. I guess, like, I'd never heard of Luke McFarlane before this movie. Neither. I didn't even know his name until I Googled it after the film. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really pin, I guess, the marketing around his character. That was another thing, the marketing. I, I only saw a trailer for this a week before it came out. Now, to be fair, I've, I've I, I could have gone out my way and watched it, obviously on on YouTube. Um, but most people something, won't do that. I the, I won't do that won't. a lot of the time. If I know a mo- if I know I'm gonna go see a movie anyway, I'll just I won't go out my way to look for the trailer. If the trailer comes on, then yeah, fine, I'll watch it. So in a in a cinema, I only I only saw the trailer a week before it came out. So the marketing was terrible for yeah, it. A, I, a lot of that push any... was being done on Twitter by. Billy Eichner himself. Yeah, I, I think I saw the movie, uh, the movie, the trailer, like, three times, but I saw them in in screens that weren't even remotely busy. Like, I think yesterday, yeah. there was about five of us in there. I, I think, think in I mine, it, yeah. Set, like, I saw, ten people, maybe, just under... Oh, yeah, <laughs> I saw it before Don't Worry Darling, uh-huh. and I was the only person in Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> So I don't know if they're just being like, go watch this movie, Jack. <laughs> watch <It's> you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I was going to watch it anyway. Uh, have you got any more any more thoughts on bros? No, I think, um, I mean, any thought that comes to my head now, I'll probably lose in about five seconds. We may as well wrap up. Yeah, so get, let's do your rating out of five. Uh, I'll give it a solid three. 
All right, three out of five. Uh, I'm going to go a two. So we'll uh, we'll call that 2.5, right down the middle for bros. Go see it. Or don't if you don't want to. Or but... don't, yeah. I wouldn't I, see it again. I... That's it for our review of bros, everyone. Please let us know what you thought of the film down below on the comments if you're watching on YouTube, or you can tweet us on Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. Uh, like I said up top, make sure to just like, rate, share, subscribe on YouTube. All of that helps us out. Uh, we're going to be back a couple more times this week. Me and Reese are going to do a review for Barbarian. And then we'll be back midweek with a podcast where we're just going to shoot the shit for an hour on whatever's going on. And until then, keep it real.